Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the Lineup Media Studios in gorgeous downtown Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 29, recorded Monday, September 19th, 2022. Thanks to partners Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Leip. Just two syllables. That's all I get. I don't feel very fancy. Chad, what do you think? Two syllables. Dave Leip. It's just two syllables. I feel like I, I need more syllables. David. Add your, add your middle name in there, too. <laughs> I'll just keep it basic. Show number 29 features Charitable Champion, our latest Charitable Champion. We are on a run of Charitable Champions, but we've got a great one tonight. One that I, one with whom I have firsthand personal experience as her coach. I love it. Next, we have, let's go ahead and mention her name, Molly Peel. Molly Peel is on the show. It's First, be great. guest number one, along with the esteemed... Chad Opal. Guest number two, local soccer legend, former professional soccer player, former Demon Deacon soccer star, Sam Fink. And guest number three is Madison High School head football coach, Tavares Young. Three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. You love it. It's free. And where else are you going to hear amazing guests like Molly Peel? Number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, the Gram, where all the kids are supposedly. And number three, if you have a story idea, email me, please, at mespdave at gmail.com. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. All right. On with the show. Welcome back, Mr. Opal. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And you are from Front Office Fiduciary Network. Yes, sir. Care to explain what that is? Yes. The uh, Front Office Fiduciary Network, we recognize a charitable champion, a student athlete, in the area here that is just doing everything right on the court, on the field, in the classroom, and then in the community. Doing things right, not just on the court, but also off the court. And in this case, tonight you have brought with you Molly Peel from Edwardsville High School. Welcome to the show, Molly. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. And and you are a two-sport star at Edwardsville. Yes. Basketball and tennis. Yep. So I get to coach you in tennis. Yep. And we just spent... Two and a half hours today. Yes, it was very hot. It was hot. And we just spent an entire weekend together in Chicago. Yes. But that was a lot of fun. Yes, it was a good experience for me too. How'd and we do in Chicago? I didn't see it. We were great. How'd we do? Two and one. Okay. We uh, defeated Lions Township. And I got to see former Edwardsville High School football legend Colin Gardner. Gardner. He right. came out with his little daughter Peyton. And uh, then on Saturday morning, we lost to Hinsdale Central 4-1. to one. So it was a competitive match. And Chloe Coons actually beat Hinsdale Central at number one singles, which is the first time ever. Wow. And then our last match of the weekend, we beat Nequa Valley 3-2. to two. So we, had, we went 2-1. and one. Kids played great, but that's, nice. not here what we're, that's not what we're here to talk about. So she was nominated by Coach Hoppy, the basketball coach, and what did Coach Hoppy say about her? Yes, Miss Coach Hoppy. Um, I mean, she hit all the buttons right on the nose here. Positive attitude, always gives 100%. Molly is one of the hardest working players on the team she's involved with and will do anything to make the team better. I mean, it doesn't get any more charitable champion-like than that right I, there. I agree. And on the tennis court, she's always hustling, always moving her feet. She tries super hard. Yep, I concur. What else? On a roll. High, high honor roll. What? You're smart? Yeah. Yep, I know. It's surprising. How about that? Way to go. What do you, what's your favorite class? Um, 
Hmm. Gotta think. Public speaking. No. That's <laughs> a definite no. Um, I would say, this is weird, but Spanish. I really like Spanish. Why is that weird? I don't know. I just, most people don't, it's always like math or English or. Buenos dias. Hola, como estas de bien? Muy bien. Gracias. <laughs> That's all I know. Come on, Molly. Uh, Keep up here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 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 that was great. <laughs> Those tacos. <laughs> Come on. Help us out here a little bit. So you're on high honor roll, and you're loving it, mm-hmm. and you love Spanish. Yeah. And you love playing basketball. Yes. And what position do you play on the basketball team? Uh, point guard and shooting guard. Do you throw your body on the floor after the ball? I can picture you doing I do. That. I actually do, yes. Uh, I'm always on the floor. I can picture you doing that. Yeah. And you've been playing basketball for a long time. How old were you when you started playing basketball? I was about seven years old when I started. And you loved it. Did you play everything when you were a kid? Um, I did. Oh, I played soccer, and I did cross country and track, but that was about it. So, so a little bit of variety. Played a lot of everything. And then your freshman year, your buddy Alyssa Wise talked you into trying tennis. Yes. And every year you've gotten better and better and better. Uh-huh. And this last weekend was your first weekend to play with the varsity. What was that like for yes. you? Yes. It was amazing, honestly. Like, I've always watched the varsity play, and I'm just like, man, I wish that could be me one day. And this weekend I actually got to experience that going to Chicago. So. And you got to win? Yes, I did. And you got to win. And you Way to go. Played great. And uh-huh. you played great. And you played dubs with Jensen Weedman. Yep. And you had fun. Yeah. I'm looking at your smile. Right? It's And it's fun to play Big more smile. than one sport, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. And, well, playing multiple sports, like basketball, the footwork helps me with tennis. So they kind of go hand in hand. Totally. Yeah. And I think the tennis gets you fit. Gets yeah. You, gets, you, gets you going and ready for basketball. For sure. Okay. So what else did Coach Hoppy say in her nomination of Molly Peel? A couple words she used to describe her, which it's not no surprise here. Hardworking, selfless. When you said all over the place and on the ground diving. She described it as hustler, positive. Yep. And uh, Molly is a person who any coach would want to duplicate 15 times to fill her team. So, unbelievable. It doesn't get much better than that. And I'm sure it's exactly like that on the tennis court as well. Is that how you would describe yourself as a hardworking, hustle-driven kid? Yes, I would. I mean, I'm not always, like, I'm not the top scorer or the best player on a team. I never have been, so as long as I just give 100%, you know, it's like that's what coaches look for. You don't always have to be the best player. Cool. So. And you're one of three. Aren't you a one of, one of uh, three triplets? Yes, I am. What are their names? Kylie and Dylan. And Kylie and Dylan and Molly, and you're the only one that plays basketball? Yes. And one of your sisters plays soccer? Yes. Which one? Kylie. And then does your other sister play anything? Dylan, she does track and cross country. Cool. So all oh. three Peel girls are super athletic? Yes. Very good. But what's interesting to me is that you all play different sports. Yeah, had to make it hard on our, on our parents. <laughs> no sure. kidding. Did Mom you guys and dad are running around all over the place. Yeah. I'm sure at some point you had to have all played the same, yeah, like we, little rec league soccer or something. Yes, YMCA soccer. We all started there. And Did, we all were dancers, actually. We all started with dance, too. Were you terrors on the soccer field as, as triplets? No? No. It wasn't your thing? No. I just, I, it, it wasn't my thing. Okay. Kylie was always the best. Dylan and I didn't really like it at all, so. Okay. Who's the most competitive? Who wants to win the most? Probably Kylie. Really? Okay. Yeah. You're pretty competitive. I am, yes, but you haven't seen Kylie. Who's the smartest? Uh, <laughs> uh, have to answer. <laughs> it's a trick question. <laughs> I'm just making jokes here. Okay. So, and part of the charitable champion, the one of the really cool things about this award um, is that it recognizes and supports with a $500 donation, the charity of your choice. Mm-hmm. And what did you choose? I chose the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation because my dad has type 1 diabetes. So Very good. Yeah. I think this is the second person Actually, the third. Yeah. The third person to give to this diabetes. Yes. So you should be proud of yourself, Chad, because you've given now $1,500 to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. So you're generous. Uh, Tip of the hat to Front Office Fiduciary Network for being very generous. And congratulations to you for picking a great charity. Thank you. So good, good job. Any other good stuff in there from Coach Hoppy? Um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about your time outside of, outside of the classroom and off the court. I mean, what do you like to do volunteer? Um, Katie had said that you like to 
punch in the clock for the uh, Liberty Girls basketball team, I guess, help with them? Yes. Yeah, so during their season, Coach Harlan came to me. She coaches the freshmen at the high school now. But she was like, hey, are you interested in helping? So every day after school, I would go to practice or I would go and help them uh, coach the little kids. And I did some, like, kids camps, too. And it's fun to coach little kids because sometimes, like, they just relate to younger people sure. more. So, and, yeah, it's just really fun to get to know all the kids because some of the kids I coached um, at Liberty are now going to be playing with me this year. So that's pretty fun. That's cool. And just to see how everyone grows throughout the years. What are you looking forward to this basketball season? Um, I'm just looking forward to, like, playing more varsity. Last year I did play a little bit of varsity, but I was mainly JV. But now that we have – you know, Sydney Harris, Macy, Sylvie, L are all gone. I'm excited to play um, varsity, and I think we're all going to have to work as a team more this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they lost a lot. Yeah, those are some yeah. big shoes to fill. Holy cow. High school girls basketball team graduated, yeah. I think, like four Division One level players. <laughs> yes, it was like wow. 90% of our scoring right there. So I'm pretty excited to see how we do this year. We'll definitely have to uh, get our chemistry down and stuff. But I think we can go pretty far. And – you have girls that will step up and step in. You have good oh, yeah. athletes there, right there, yeah. uh, yourself. And who are some of the other girls that are going to be right there competing for varsity playing um, time? So we've got Morningstar. Morningstar, yeah, she's a big one. Emerson Weller. Right. Uh, Ella Cook. we got Ellie Neath. She's a sophomore. She was the starting point guard last year. Zay Hoover. She's also a sophomore. Blakely Hockett. I mean, any of those people, we're all fighting for a spot there. Um, so the cupboard Ashlyn has Hawk. lots of athletes in there. It'll be a really interesting season. I love to watch Coach Hoppy uh, compete. I love to watch her teams compete. They're always prepared, just like just like she was. They are they are a reflection of how she played mm -hmm. as a player. And I and and uh, you're gonna have a great year. I just know it. Yeah. And how about tennis the rest of this year? You're looking forward to getting out there and improving. Yes. Yes, I am. Home match tomorrow versus the K Hawks. Yep. At EHS, uh -huh. have you thought about what you would like to do, uh, possibly post high school? Things you'd like to study, places you'd like to go, things like that. Um, not a lot. I did get to tour some campuses this summer due to my sister having like soccer camps and stuff. I don't really want to play sports in college, especially because I'm having like a lot of breathing issues. But I want to go into like for school. Something with, like, computer science, like that field. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of the stuff out there with that. No kidding. Yeah. Don't you yeah. think? Absolutely. There's more Sky's to computers than fantasy football, Chad. That's what, I, that's what people keep telling me. I actually don't do fantasy football. Well, good for you. <laughs> Molly Peel, the latest charitable champion. Thanks so much for coming by. You did great. We didn't embarrass you too badly, did we? No. No. We didn't ask you about... The Pythagorean... Wait. Pythagorean theorem. Yes. Pythagorean theorem. Yes. Now, you said you're smart. But I think one of your other talents is competitive eating. Yes. Oh, yes. We went to Whole Foods over the weekend, and all the girls go to the food bar, and you put food into your platter for a food bar, right? Yeah. And Molly Peel broke the record for heaviest <laughs> heaviest amount of $26 food. $26 bill. Now, if you saw Molly Peel right now, she is a very tiny girl. Yes. But when she put her her food bowl that was loaded with macaroni and cheese, and what else was in that food bowl? Uh, there was like rice. I had this chicken, uh, tuna, or not tuna, sorry, tofu, and like a bunch of other vegetables and stuff. You took the lid off that thing, and I was like, wow, that is a gigantic amount of yeah. food. But then when I asked you how much it cost... <laughs> My jaw hit the, hit the table. Yeah. Tell our listeners how much you spent on one food bowl from Whole Foods. Okay. Well, this is kind of embarrassing, but $40. Yeah. What? I wasn't too what? happy about it, but you know, I was hungry. So <laughs> did you eat it all? I did. Then yes. it wasn't a waste. I didn't finish the tofu. The tofu wasn't good, but I, yeah. I ate everything else. When I went up to the cashier, she put it on the scale and the look she gave me, it, you just said you should have seen it. It was funny. <laughs> I think part of the problem is you picked really heavy foods to, yeah. stick, to stick in that bowl. Like yeah. That was, you know, I mean, it, there was a lot of food there. There's no, there's no de yeah, denying yeah. it. But it was like 
They're really heavy foods, but anyway. So I just thought I that's, I thought I, I had to share that story. That's pretty good, right, Chad? That's fantastic. That was a good one. All right, Molly Peel, charitable champion, and this time I mean it. Thanks so much for coming by, Mr. Opal. Always great to see you. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you most, so much for having me. Guest number two tonight, Sam Fink, local soccer legend. That's how I'm going to introduce you, Sam. Is that fair? You feel it? Do you no, feel? Do you feel legendary? You <laughs> got a you. six week old. You just feel tired. <laughs> Correct. Before I get to uh, Sam Fink, I want to thank partner Cassin's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassin's inventory in person, where they've been for 25 years, or online at Cassin's.com. Cassins has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four cars there, and I will not buy a vehicle anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassins is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. And I said four cars, but I actually bought them truck and a minivan there too welcome to the show sam fink thank you glad to be here so you're a busy guy three kids three kids yep and ages we got four uh evelyn is four four and a half eleanor just turned three and winston was just born five six weeks ago wow and let's talk about what you're up to now what are you doing these days now i work for matt holmes at holmes insurance agency um, it's an independent agency sells home auto businesses and, and life insurance and i've uh, been doing that for with him for about six months um in total i did a little bit while i was playing as well so about two years awesome former ehs golfer and tennis player matt holmes legend yep. awesome another another legendary edwardsville athlete so you grew up playing soccer anything else or just soccer has it always been soccer 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 for you um i played everything growing up um played baseball ran track played football um you played football i played football at yeah. what age um i played seventh grade i think is when you could start uh so that's when i started and because back then there was no little tigers or anything like that um i was i was quarterback and kicker got rocked one day in a game and uh like was out for three four months and my mom was like look you can choose one or the other you can play soccer or you can play football but i don't want you to do both because they don't really coexist like that and so played soccer and still got to play football but only as kicker wow and you played soccer at edwardsville high school for mark heiderscheid correct what was that experience like for you it was awesome um he is a he is a polar opposite to me in the sense that he um, just sees the good in it all the time. He always wants to um, he always wants to see you enjoying yourself and looking back fondly. Me, I was always about winning and competing, and if, and if that wasn't happening, then I wasn't as happy as he was. Um, so he was a great counterpart, and I learned a lot from him through that experience about just priorities in life and, and what really matters. He is such a mellow guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, I love being around him and talking to him. And he just, you're, you're so right. He is very process oriented and, and, and really does a great job of establishing healthy relationships with all the guys on the team. And he's able to take these guys who play for all these different club teams and play in different positions sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he gets them to kind of meld together and play good soccer together. I think there's an art to it. Yeah. Well, his success speaks for itself and, and, like you said, I mean, I invited him to my wedding. He was there. Um, I still go to lunch with him. So I appreciate him as a mentor, as a friend, and as a coach. And I remember personally watching you finish goals at Edwardsville High School. And you scored a lot of goals <laughs> at Edwardsville High School. Do you know how many? Uh, 43 was what I finished with, I believe. And you were an All-American and an All-State player? Yep. And then you took your talents to Wake Forest University. Why did you pick Wake Forest? So um, I was sitting with Nick Marshall, if you know that. Name. I do know another, Nick. Another legend. Um, and his sister played tennis. Yeah. And uh, so Nick and I were sitting looking at the rankings my freshman or sophomore year of high school, and Wake Forest was number one. And so that's when I decided that's where I'm going to go. Wow. Yeah. And what were they ranked when you were a senior? Uh, when I was a senior in high school? Yeah. I went in there, and I believe they finished the year 
like top 10, so probably five through 10. And what was your experience like at Wake Forest? Um, so it was, it was good. It was not what most people I think would, would think it was like as, um, just outside looking in. So I guess I'll, I'll back up. So 2006 to 2009, they went to four straight final fours, won a national championship in there. We're just a powerhouse in college soccer. Of course, that's where every kid who was, you know, like Sam Fink said, that's where they want to go to school. Um, I didn't just say I want to go there and then scored all these goals. They recruited me and that was the end. Um, I went to a camp, which full disclosure are mostly just money grabs for a lot of these colleges. Sell you the dream, come on out, but they're not really looking at you. Um, they didn't know who I was. Um, I played defense at, at Wake Forest. I played forward in high school. And so went to a camp and uh, did did really well. Didn't like score a bunch of goals or anything, but just they liked the tenacity that I brought and the, the clear drivenness to be a part of what they were doing. And um, so did well at that camp, was MVP, and then they started watching me, recruiting me after that, um, and eventually made an offer. What did you think when they put you on the back line? So I had played in club, I would play center back, and in high school I would play forward. And so I was used to I was used to playing both. I would say I probably enjoyed playing forward a little bit more because you get a little more, little more glory. Um, but I, I just wanted to be on the field, so it didn't matter where they were going to put me. And you were on the field for most of the four years that you were there? Yep. So day one, I showed up. It was July 5th, 2014, no, 2011. Um, I remember my mom and I, we, we drove up there and uh, we got there. It was late at night. Captain texted and said, hey, we're going to have a fitness test in the morning. Fitness test was two miles and 12, rest for 12 minutes, and then one mile and 530. So it was, I mean, it's, it's a good clip, but if you're, if you've been doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's, it's not that hard. Um, I had been in playoffs for club soccer all through the summer, literally until the day that I left. And so I hadn't been running, but I'm like, Hey, I've been playing games. Like I'll be, I'll be okay. Ran the fitness test the next morning. The goalies laughed me. Goalies are always last. They laughed me. Um, went into the office after failing miserably. And he's like, I don't know if you're cut out for this. Like there's still time to to move on if you want to, no hard feelings. Um, you're probably not going to play much. And it was decision time for me. I went home. Obviously I cried. I was, it was super tough. Um, my mom said, you know, do what you want to do. And I decided in that moment that I was gonna, I was going to stay and try to make something of myself. And, um, for the rest of that summer, we would run at 7am and then we would lift after, and then we would uh, train in the evenings, like five o'clock. Uh, that would get done about seven, eight o'clock, and then I would go back to the track, and I would do the same workout that we did in the morning. Um, long story short, summer goes, um, pass the fitness test, and uh, that's kind of what what got me on the field. Wow, that's a good story. Yeah. So, why do you think you ran so slow in the beginning? I mean, like <laughs> if you like if you were doing all that running, is it just because you weren't doing the extra training that all the other guys were? Yeah. I, again, I think it goes back to um, initially. M- my story is not one where I was always the best. Yeah, I scored a lot of goals in high school, and I was one of the, one of the good players on the high school team. But I wasn't somebody that you watched and said like that guy's going to be a pro. But I just had this un- unstoppable drive to kind of achieve and. Um, so when I got to Wake Forest, it was just, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Like, these are guys that were on the national team who had, uh, did, were in residency for the national team, played in world cups. And I played for Scott Gallagher, which is a great club, but doesn't compare to the national team. So it was just another level that I didn't know existed. And until I got there and failed. That's good stuff. I want to talk about your post college career and your professional career or anything else you want to share about Lake about Wake Forest but first I want to talk about Keller Williams Marquee if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or Missouri side please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game the chance to serve you they've got offices in Waterloo O'Fallon and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents the Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing. And they helped us find the perfect home and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at blastinggamegroup.com. You will not be disappointed. 
<laughs> talking here with Sam Fink. We're talking soccer. Put a capstone on the high school career. Then we talked about Wake Forest. And then when your career's over at Wake Forest, you weren't quite ready to be done with your soccer career. Correct. Yeah. So literally since the time I was three years old, all I said I wanted to do was be a professional soccer player. So that was the only thing I was thinking about. And so you're drafted or you end up walking on? I didn't get drafted, no, um, which was a, a, a really hard, uh, hard day. Because you expected to be. I expected to be, yeah. I was. Uh, I had played every minute my senior year at Wake Forest. I was a captain, um, had a good year. I would say the team underperformed, but I was the only senior. So it was a, it was a young group. Um, and I mean, we still made the tournament and did all the things, but it, for Wake Forest standards, it was not the best. But anyway, didn't get drafted. Um, I was in New York with my best friend who did get drafted the year before, watching the draft for two days. Never heard my name get called. Um, and so that was obviously a, a tough time. So then you walk on? So then I go to a combine in Florida uh, for guys that aren't drafted. And, and this is 2018? This is this is actually 2014. Okay. Yep. So 2015, because you graduate in three and a half years when you play soccer because the draft is in January. So I graduated in three and a half years, and then in January was the draft. Uh, January 2015, I went to a combine, got noticed by uh, Seattle Sounders. They asked me to come to camp. Um, but as I was, I booked my flight, I was ready to go to camp. As I was leaving, St. Louis called. They were starting a professional team. It was a second division team, um, but it was back home, comfortable where I was at. They offered me a contract with the caveat that I couldn't go out to Seattle if I wanted to accept it. So weighed that for a week or two and ultimately decided to, to stay home and play. Good choice. I think so. Yeah. And you played with St. Louis, a second tier team. Yep. And what is it called? Is it called second tier? It's called USL. Okay. Yep. And you played with them for? I played with them for five years. Five years. Yep. Uh, one stint of two years and then went to Oklahoma City for a year and then uh, played for three years after that. And Brawley Darbin was your number one fan. He I was. Think. I mean, every th I think every time you guys played a game, like he was there posting pictures. I had that kid in class and he just loves soccer. Yeah. It's funny that the, the greatest, probably one of the greatest moments of my career, I had just scored a goal. And it's a picture of like of me celebrating and the goal in the background and in the corner is Brawley with his arms up just yelling. Yeah, that's so, great. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Brawley Darwin's a great, great kid for sure. And he he loves he loves the game. And where did St. Louis use you in their lineup? Well, I was a center back in St. Louis as well. And how was the experience of playing in playing in that league? It was good. It was good. It's um it's a different it's different than what I was used to. So at Wake Forest, we were we were the, the best. We were we were the top. So we kind of had our swagger and our style and how we wanted to be. And coming to St. Louis, it was a new team. It was just getting started. Um, it was awesome to be in my hometown, but I just didn't know what to expect. And, and candidly, like USL has come a very long way. Guys aspire to be in that league now. But when I was coming out of college, it was a league that I was like, I mean, I remember saying when I was a sophomore in, at Wake Forest, like, if USL is it for me, like, I'm going to retire. I'm not going to play in that league. But course i did and i loved it and what how does the future of soccer in st louis look to you now with the improvements and the new team coming in and so forth yeah look i think st louis fc was for sure a, a stepping a stepping stone a pedestal for soccer in st louis and i think the future has never looked brighter i, I got to tour the, the stadium and the training facilities last week and they uh they're looking incredible and i think it's just a great a great thing for the city are you training right now um, I train pretty hard, uh, fitness wise on my own. Cause I just like to, so I'm, I'm pretty fit, but I'm, I'm not playing a ton of soccer right now. Any soccer professionally in your future? <laughs> I would love to say yes. Um, but the reality is the only way it could happen is if it was here in St. Louis. And so I, I don't see it happening with a wife. Yep. Hannah, I, Hannah. Yep. And, and these three kids, three kids. Yep. So a move someplace else if some team were to call you it would have to be a huge number or you're not interested yeah so i'll kind of share the story of how my career ended if you if you care to hear it i um, do the so it was it was after the 2020 season with covid and everything uh st louis fc had said hey um great year but next year we're not going to have a team there's an mls team coming we the funds have been depleted because there were no fans this year so we're just going to take a hiatus until the MLS gets here. So find somewhere else. Um, 
that obviously was was tough, but I had just come off of one of my best seasons as a pro, so I was looking forward to it. I had a lot of places I could go. Um, San Diego came in and said, you know, we'd love to have you. That's coached by Landon Donovan, if you know who that is. I do. Um, obviously a soccer legend. So that was kind of, I was still reaching the peak of my career. That was the next step. Like the, the pay was better. The place was better, everything. And um, we talked about it and, 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 you know, we just decided it's, it's going to be a tough move. If they can get to this number, which we thought they never would, then, then we'll, you know, we'll probably do it. They say, no, thanks. They walk away. Two weeks later, my agent calls back and he says, Hey, they're ready to do it. Can you be here tomorrow? I'm like, Ooh, let's go. I'm, I'm in. Yes. Go back home. Uh, we talk about it some more and, um, and it just, it just didn't make sense. We, we had just had our, our second child. Um, my wife had opened a new business called the ink house here in town and that was starting to thrive. And, um, I think, the, you know, the, the life of a spouse of a professional athlete is really hard because you're always just hanging on, always just tagging along wherever's next. And I think that even though it, it still is my greatest dream and one of my greatest joys playing soccer, I, I just think that I had to take a hard look at priorities. Um, when I was when I was born, it was just me and my mom, and so I know what that feels like. And as my my children were born, that was I just said that was going to be my greatest priority: is be a good husband and be a good father. And I thought that moving to San Diego, although it would have fulfilled me personally. It wasn't the right move uh, for those priorities and didn't align with them. So passed on it and that was it. Your mom's played a key role in all this. I've noticed that you've mentioned her several times that you've talked over, you've talked things over with her first. Yeah. It seems like she usually give you good advice. She does. She does. She, uh, she gave up a lot. She gave up her life so that I could begin to live mine. And, and I just, I will forever look at her and all for that. And I'm so grateful for it. So I uh, love her a lot for that. Yeah, you should. She's great. When you look back at this long soccer career of yours, any regrets? No. I think um, as I look back, um, there's obviously times where I'm like, man, I wish I would have achieved this. I wish I had gone here. Uh, every kid wants to be national team. Every kid wants to be first player on the sheet in the MLS. But um, I gave it all I had. I put my heart out on the field every single day. I think if you watched me, you would you would say the same. And um I got to walk out with my kids uh, and for a professional game. Like, how, how cool is that? So a lot of boxes checked off, uh, maybe not all of them, but I did what I could. And um, at the end of the day, you have to be proud of yourself for that. Any coaching in your future? Yeah, it's, I've, I've been asked that a lot. And I, I love the game. I love being around the game. The, the problem is the life of a coach at the level I would want to coach at is very similar to the player. It's just, it's a revolving door and you have to move a lot of different places and, and we're pretty rooted here in Edwardsville here in St. Louis. And so, um, I'm coaching my daughter's U4, U5 girls soccer team in Troy right now. And that's just going to have to suffice. Is it fun? It is fun. Yeah. And, and she before was more interested in the, you know, the, the flowers and the, you know, just walking around and, doing whatever and um i'm not going to push her into it if she loves it great if she doesn't she doesn't but this season in particular she's kind of found her own and really started to compete and and really love the game and so that brings me a lot of joy and your wife is a fantastic athlete she is a way better athlete than i am um i went a little further than her but that's only because she wanted to be a mom um so if, if they get any genes i hope they get hers hannah was a uh pole vaulter and a field hockey player in high school that's what i remember about hannah yep. Faulkner. yep and then she went on to kent state and was an all-american field hockey player there that also we, uh, need, we need to have her on the show also. yeah you should she's much better than i like i said well sam it's always a pleasure to talk to you i've known known you for a long time and i can't find anybody to say anything bad about you coach <laughs> heiderscheid loves you all your teammates loved you your mom always said nice things about you but i just figured she was biased until i until i saw you play myself and got to know you so i really appreciate you coming in here today and uh maybe you play again maybe you don't either way you've had a amazing career yeah thank you for saying that thanks for having me this is awesome what you're doing here highlighting sports in the metro east so i'm grateful to be a guest sam fink thanks so much coach tavares young of the madison high school football team the head coach is our final guest tonight but before i get to get to coach young everybody loves the trojans on the football field everybody loves the madison trojans the green and white the pride 
But you know what everybody hates? Waiting in line at the DMV. And now you don't have to. Go see the state-certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV, Rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So, the next time you need to renew your sticker, save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends John and Francis at Rosenthal License Service or give them a call at 656-6163. Are you a golfer? Not at all? Not at all. Well, a great place for you to play golf, if you become a golfer, is Oak Brook Golf Club. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. Coach Young, welcome back to the show. Good to be back. Good to see you, man. How did your spring track season wind up? We did pretty good. We were second place in sectionals. We missed first place by a point and a half. Man. <laughs> Came down to several events. And did we, you get anybody to state? We qualified in seven events. Wow. Holy cow. And how was state for you? State, it didn't go as well as we planned. We um, just, we was in the top 15 the majority in the seven events. It's the first year that I've coached that. We didn't have anyone make a state final. Mm. How many years you been there coaching track? Total 13 seasons, junior high school and high school. This was my sixth season coaching high school. And you bleed green. All day, bleed green. And you graduated from Madison High? 1994. And you played football? Basketball and track. So you love the school. cross country for one season. No kidding. Because uh, my senior year was the first year that Massa didn't have a football team. My junior year was the last year we had football. So going to the 1993-94 school year was the first year that we didn't have football at Madison. Because some years, Madison co-opted with Metro East Lutheran, did they not? 25 years later, 2015-16 school year. But now you're not. Now right. you're back. It's two years. Okay. And – Let's shift to the new facilities at Madison High School. New track, new football field. Still feeling still, great. Still feel like a dream sometimes. Really? I just never thought it would happen. And the kids are the kids high about it? Oh yeah. They They're do. loving it. Yes. They feel good about it. Yes. Has the community come out and used the track? Yes, you have people coming out, yeah. But I think a lot of people are still excited about it. Cool. Yeah, you have people come out walking and exercising on the track in the evening time. Good news. Mm -hmm. Okay. Football, you're the head football coach, and what are your numbers like this year? How many how many men, young men, do you have on the team at Madison sure, High? Got close to 30, about 32 kids. And you're 1A, right? 1A. We're the smallest 11-man football team in the state of Illinois. No kidding. The smallest 11-man football in the state. All right, get closer to that mic for me, okay? And uh, 30 kids, how many of your 30 kids play both ways? All of them? Uh, your top over 20, yeah. And your top 11, like your top 11 kids? Top 11, both sides of the ball, you probably don't have about maybe three that doesn't go both, that doesn't start both ways. Some will gotcha. come in and relieve. But uh, majority, some of the offensive linemen don't start defensive line. We probably got two two offensive linemen that will start defensive line. Gotcha. And right now you are currently one and two. You started off the season. Well, actually two and two. We got a forfeit win that they, don't, they didn't – put on but we had a forfeit win the first week team wasn't able to come who was that uh illinois crusaders okay yeah they called us two days before the game and said they was too injured and they didn't have enough people to come oh that's a bummer yeah so then you uh you get a forfeit your first game which is a win but it's not how you want to have it and then you exactly tough loss to galena 35 to 6 but you guys were competitive oh uh, yeah in that one 
And then you have a good win, two touchdown win over Dupo, thirty-four to twenty. Yes. That was exciting for the yeah. kids. Yes, the Still smiling about it was that. Good to, it was good to, uh, you know, everyone was gonna remember the first game, and it was just good to get the first game Christian on that field to get a victory. What were the what would what was the kids' reaction to that win? Do you remember? Oh yeah, they was excited. Yeah, it, was, it felt good. Like we hadn't won a game since Dupo last year. Okay. Yeah. So we were close in a few a few games last year that we that we came down to the wire that we had a chance to, but just get over the hump. Uh, they felt pretty good about themselves. How were the fans out there at that game? Did you have good fan support? Yes, we did for that home game. Yeah, that it must was warm, have felt good. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. It's even hot still today. It's still yes, over it ninety degrees today. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> and you said you guys did film today, huh? Yes. And then you said, and then I noticed that you guys had a fifty-one to thirty-four loss to Granite City. Yeah, which is a considerably larger school. Seven A. And I wonder when the last time that Granite City played Madison was. I know for a fact it wasn't. It hasn't been in my lifetime, and I don't believe yours either. I no, don't, I don't I'm think so. I'm not sure if they've ever played. Because I would think at one point that was probably a pretty good rivalry in yeah. a lot of sports. Yeah, Madison had, uh, of course. 50s and 60s and right. 70s. I think they had a Roman around five, six, seven hundred. So they were actually one of the largest small schools uh, back in those days. I think the Romans started going down some in the 90s and just steady dwindled down. Do you like where your team is right now as the head football coach? Yes, I do. I think uh, even with the loss of Granite City, uh, we could have easily put our heads down. We was down 34 to 6 at halftime. But we knew that uh, not to take anything away for Greater City, it was a lot of mistakes that we we left points on the board. Uh, we had four first half turnovers and gave up a wow. kick return for a touchdown, and uh, we moved the ball just and then the penalties and turnovers. Once we straightened it out, then we we scored twenty points in the third quarter, and we was driving again to tie the score up and missed assignment on third down, and now we had to punt two penalties and shank punt. And they scored a field goal out there, so it kind of like took ourselves away. But we was we was on the momentum, and I think we had control of the game on both sides of the ball. No kidding. Yeah. And I think you have to find some encouragement in the fact that you put up 34 points. Yeah, we did. We we were uh, – we came into the game without two of our regular linemen, and then our starting center uh, got hurt during the game, and then I started our, probably our best lineman, our right guard, got hurt. So we were playing two green freshmen. <laughs> Third wow. or fourth quarter, so yeah, the depth depth issue got kind of low, and we got wore down fourth quarter. How does this team compare this year to last year's team? I think we have more uh, leadership. We have uh, the seniors that we do have, and some of the juniors. I think the experience better because we have more players that has played more than one season. We we still counting on some uh, freshmen. At one time on defense, we had four freshmen on the field, and they were playing pretty good, but. Uh, a lot of the juniors and sophomores, a few sophomores that's played, and the seniors that think we have uh, two seniors that are two four-year starters. And that's tremendous with us, helping out with the spirits and knowing what it takes to uh, compete. All right, I want to I want to look ahead to the rest of your season and, and, and talk about some of these games we've got coming up here for Madison High School football. But first, let me mention Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans because he saves me money every month now, and he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are jumping around all over the place, and you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans, and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he will donate $100 to the Metro East high school or junior high team of your choice. He'll give 100 bucks to Madison football. He'll give 100 bucks to Madison track. You name it. Just give Andy a call today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. All right, coach. I'm looking at the schedule. You've got Tremont on Friday and then TDW Academy. Carterville, Anna Jonesboro, and Westland. What should we expect to see from the Trojans moving forward? I think we compete every game. Uh, we played Tremont last year, 
And uh, we tied the ball game up fourth quarter, and then we kind of got relaxed a little bit and gave up an 80-yard touchdown with under meant to go, and then we got right back down the field and had a chance to uh, tie the ball game in the end zone. We dropped the ball in the end zone, so we lost by a touchdown to Tremont last year. TDW, we played them as freshman sophomore game last year. What does TDW stand for? True Divine Word Academy. True Divine Word. True Divine Word. And we played them last year with our freshman sophomore team and actually beat them uh, last year. Really? Yeah, we beat them last year. Excellent. Okay, yeah, I noticed that they're located in St. Louis. Yes. Okay. And then after TDW, True Divine Word Academy, you've got Carterville and Anna Jonesboro. And Anna Jonesboro is no pushover in the small school football scene. Well, both of them are four schools, both Carterville and Anna Jonesboro. We played Carterville there last year, excellent facility, excellent team. Uh, they've made the playoffs uh, pretty much consistent the past five or ten years. But we competed pretty good with them last year. We Same thing, we kind of let them get ahead. We had opportunity in the second half. We scored 30 points in the second half against them last year at their facility. What's it going to take to get your team over the hump to winning some of these high-scoring games? Executing on offense and defense and limiting some of the mistakes, penalties. We were uh, – the pay, newspaper said that we had 27 penalties against Granite City. And I don't know if it's accurate, but I bet it was close. So uh, just not – when we're making play, making sure we're not putting ourselves in neg- too many negative situations and take care of the football. And I think – and keep, one thing our kids have been doing, they're playing very hard. Uh, they've been competing, they're keeping their heads up, the spirits, their spirits are up. So uh, we can just limit the mistakes. I think we can move the ball against anybody, anyone we play against and stop uh, stop some on defense. We just have to uh, limit our self-effective mistakes. How are you so good at moving the ball? Describe your offense. Are you single wing? Are you throwing it all over the yard? Actually, this year, the years past, we've been mostly a passing team. This year we've been running a lot more, a lot of spread offense, but we've actually been trying to run the ball a lot more this year with the experience we have, uh, lack of experience we had as quarterback. So we've been trying to just stay on the ground a little bit, but we do have good athletes where we can put the ball in there. Who's your quarterback? Uh, Back to Carlos Wilson, Jr. He was been a starting receiver for three years, and he started quarterback the first two games, but then he wanted to try to see if that Darion Enlow started the pass game against Granite City, and he started the all six game as a freshman during the spring season. Mm. So uh, we got two pretty good athletes that we could put back there. Both of them are track runners. So we got two pretty good athletes, six foot, fast, um, that we could put back a quarterback. Is it easier for you to coach athletes that you know well already from track and football? Yes, you, it definitely is because you're building – First, you're building a good relationship with them. You know the ins and outs of what makes them ticks, what pushes them, when to pull back, and just seeing a little different skill sets that you know they have. And I've been coaching like several of them. Like I coached junior high basketball all the way from 2010 to 2020. So a lot of these guys, I had them in basketball as well. So I've, I've known pretty much a, a good deal of kids from multiple sports. Would you coach anywhere but Madison? Yeah, I would, but I still had the passion out, but I would. Because you've been at Madison for a long time. Yes, I and have. And you are green and white through and through. <laughs> what do you love about your town? Um, it's just home for me, the the home environment, the family orientation of knowing different people. Uh, I grew up in a big family that was from there, so uh, we were friends with a lot of people, and I just – a lot of – I say I had a good good childhood growing up. You know, some people think Madison this and that or it's bad, but I've had more good experiences than bad experiences. I've had a lot of family from Madison, mm-hmm. the Shermers, yeah, Shermers I Garden the Center, store. right? Those <laughs> were the, that was family. Yeah, and uh, I spent a lot of time in Madison, played a lot of basketball at mm-hmm. Wilson Park yeah. with a lot of friends from Madison. So I've got a lot of. You probably played with me up there because I was in Wilson Park. Playing I probably too. fouled you a time or two because yeah. I, sh- I sure as heck couldn't, <laughs> score, could, couldn't score any points. Are you a teacher at Madison High? I'm a prayer professional. What does that mean? You're, you're, with the, you're in the Especially classroom? these kids and making sure they're helping with uh, their assignments and just helping them out, pushing them, uh, special needs students that need. It's a tough job. It's, 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 it's I don't pretty, think I everybody could tough. do it. 
Yeah, but it's rewarding though. I enjoy it. Are you with one student all day long? Several. Okay. If it depends on the class. And how many years have you been working at Madison High? This is year seven. Wow. No, year eight in the school. Okay. Year eight. Okay, coach. Well, good luck the rest of this uh, football season. I want you to come on back. And next time, let's let's bring a let's bring a one of your one or two of your kids with that you. Would be, that would be fun. I would enjoy that. That would be a lot of fun. And then maybe we, need we to, move, maybe we can make this run and get to the playoffs. We see what happens. Let's I do that. We have a good shot. Let's do that for sure. I'm rooting right. for you, and I'm I'm impressed with your upgrades and facilities yes. there. And I'm happy for the kids to get that. And I hope you keep rolling and recruiting. I mean, getting the numbers out there yeah. that you need because football is one of those sports where if you don't have the numbers, it's, it's tough it's to tough. have. It's tough to have a program. Tough. What are you doing to get kids to come out? Because you got thirty kids in your team, and there's only there's less than two hundred in your school. Yeah, and there's probably a few more that probably could play. You just try to talk to them, motivate them, and just say what type of advantage you may have for being like I said, football is a little different. Uh, most sports like that are team sports. But it's just a different camaraderie when you get close with a football team because you really need everybody to push for each other for you to be successful. You're Mr. Madison in my book. Coach (laughs) Tavares Young, the head football coach, the head boys track coach, a guy who went to school there, played all the sports, and now he's doing good things there with the kids. Good luck the rest of the season, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Two and two. Keep, Keep rolling. And thanks to guests tonight, Chad Opal, charitable champion Molly Peel, Sam Fink, Coach Young from Madison Football, and for partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. Our engineer, Everett Hicks, thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports, the Metro East.